0: This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. I have an email here, and it reads, and this is from Robin. And Robin in Chico, California, you emailed me three times (laughs) in the last couple of days, so I know you're really anxious to hear the answer to this question, and I do appreciate that. Third time's the charm. I guess so, yeah. I want to give you an A for effort. Three emails. Please answer this question. So who am I to say no? Here it goes. Uh, this is for you, Robin. So she says, talking about an earlier program where there was a call about taekwondo, she said, that sparked me to call in regard to a different sport. One of our grandsons received his basketball schedule yesterday. He plays on one of our local recreation department's basketball teams. His team is four, ten, 10 and 11-year-old boys. Most of these boys are in fifth grade. The very first thing that this new schedule that came out said was, there will be no score kept. The team that smiles the most wins. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, What are your thoughts on not keeping score at that age? You probably could guess, but I'll continue reading. My husband and I both feel like most everything is being watered down these days, just so everyone feels good about themselves. I think kids, especially at his age and up, like competition and want to know if their team wins or loses. I believe kids need to learn that sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. The important part is to do your best and be supportive of your team no matter what. Thank you. And I look forward to hearing what you think about the subject. Well, thank you, Robin. You're very kind. First of all, I agree wholeheartedly with your perception of this. It's not helpful. I mean, whoever came up with that idea, I don't even know if it's a man or a woman, but whoever came up with this notion, whoever smiles the most wins. It's just stupid. And I don't mind saying that it's stupid and it's partly stupid because it doesn't take into account the reality of the way adolescent boys think and act and what they like and what they don't particularly care about. And one thing boys like at that age, especially, is they like teams and they like points and they like scores and they like ranks and they like winning and they like moving up from one rank to a higher rank. They like competition they like that because they're boys. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. <laughs> Make sports your favorite. Make winning your favorite. First of all, I concur with your view. And I don't think I'm being overly harsh or anything. It just it's just a dumb idea on the part of whoever came up with this idea that, you know, whoever smiles the most wins. It's just silly, and that's not how adolescent boys work. You know who's keeping score? Those boys on the basketball team. Oh for sure yeah maybe the parents aren't those those kids are and i wonder if the losing team is going to try to smile as hard as possible so yeah i mean so i guess they're saying if you smile a lot you you win but even that's supposed to be wrong right isn't it according to this kind of idea that nobody actually wins because we can't have somebody losing that wouldn't be fair that wouldn't be right so i'm with you i think it's dumb I raised six sons to manhood, and I know, I mean, from even my own experience and just living, adolescent boys thrive on competition. Good, healthy competition, yes. I'm not suggesting anything other than that. Sportsmanship, absolutely. The moral virtues that can come out of uh, being a, a good sportsman, absolutely. I'm all in favor of all those things. I'm not in favor of win at all costs or cheat to win or be rude or mean to the other team. Not at all. But I do know that boys want to compete and to say, well, if you smile a lot, you win. It's just meaningless and it's self-defeating. And I wouldn't be surprised if that team dwindles or this league dwindles. So those are my thoughts off the cuff. Now, one thing I, that your email reminded me of, Robin was a story that I did, and I'm pretty sure you'll remember this, Cyrus, because it did kind of kick up some ruckus. And this is going back, I don't know, three or four years ago in this program. And I reported on a little story out of someplace back East, Rhode Island, maybe, or Philadelphia or Massachusetts, someplace over there, where the coach of a girls' high school basketball team, I think it was a girls' team, got fired Because the team won like 100 to 10 or some absurd point spread, his team won. They were just so much better. And because he let the girls play all the way till the very end of the game, he got fired because the administrators at the school, it was a Catholic school, by the way. They thought this is outrageous and, you know, this is unsportsmanlike and you're humiliating the other team. And I can understand, you know, those ideas. I can understand that. But do you remember this, Cyrus? There were a couple of high school coaches who called in and they were adamantly opposed to my view. My view is that it was wrong that he got fired. And my view, and I, I stand by my view, is that you can be gentlemanly. You can have uh, mercy on the other team if that's what's necessary. You can have good sportsmanship. You can show good example, shake hands after the game. You can do all those things. But the job of a high school basketball coach is to train his team to win games. Now, if you're winning by 100 to 10 or whatever the crazy score wound up being, it was something big like that. Sure. I mean, you could... Maybe go to the coach or text him and say, you know, it's 100 to 10 at the halftime. Should we maybe just call the game? I would prefer, coach, if you just called the game. What do you think? They could have handled it like that. And he probably said, yeah, you know what? That's fine. But he pushed it. They wound up winning 100 to whatever. And then he got fired. And I oppose that because the goal of a team is to win games, not to smile a lot. Along the way, yes, you show good sportsmanship, you show virtue, you show, you know, all the things that I just cycled through a moment ago. I don't in any way suggest that we avoid or neglect to do those things. But for that reason, your note, Robin, reminded me of that story. And I was in the minority, I think. I think most people, well, I shouldn't say most, I can't even remember how many emails we got, but I know there were at least one or two high school coaches who strongly disagreed with me. Because we have to show sportsmanlike conduct. Yeah, that's true. And you can do that, but you don't fire the coach because he did what he was hired to do, which is to win a basketball game. Does that seem clear? I mean, Cyrus, the way I'm articulating it, is there something about that that maybe is getting lost in the shuffle? No. Not that you have to agree with me. but No, I I do agree with you 100% on this one. So the the coach was fired uh because i think this has happened a couple of times now but Mm -hmm. the one i'm looking up right now it was 100 to 0 the coach did not apologize and so they got fired but it's not like they were racking up the score on purpose they put in all of their their bench players all the players Mm -hmm. that don't normally get a lot of I know what a bench player is. Uh, yeah, I used yeah, to be a bench yeah, player. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> when I, was I kept that bench from flying sports. up in the air. That was yeah. a very important job. Yeah. Uh, so those guys got to play for once. Maybe that other team shouldn't them. be in that same division. Put me in, coach. Put me in. I yeah. know I can do it. I could throw this football over them hills if the coach just put me in the game. I could have been somebody. We could have gone to the state championships. No, I, I'm with you. So, yeah, I mean, that, that story still irks me. I hadn't thought about it in years, but now that I'm thinking about it again, it still irks me because to me, it's this misguided lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey all the time. That's not what sports is for. Now, sports is for, I want to say it again because I know someone's going to call in and agree with me. But, Patrick, what about sportsmen? Yes, sportsmanship. That's cool. Do that. Don't not do that. But especially when you get into the older grades. Now, 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds, still, I mean, it, it's ridiculous to think that these adolescent boys are going to be happy if they win, quote-unquote, because they smiled more and there's no score. That's just deeply misguided because that's not how adolescent boys are. May I say to you? Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions. No doubt in my mind. Absolutely. He could still throw a mean steak, though. Yeah, he sure can. <laughs> All those years later. Uh, how about Eileen now in New Jersey? Good morning, Eileen.
1: I just had one comment uh, yeah. about the basketball. And, what do you think um, about that? I think they might. Well, I think they might have to change the name of the program to Smiling <laughs> because the goal is you're either playing basketball or you're not. And uh, I have four sons, and I absolutely agree that the goal is to play basketball. I guess it could be practice, but
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's
1: surely not a basketball game.
0: How old are your boys? You say they're in that age range? Or they they Uh, can't all be in that age range.
1: uh, Between 20 and 30. But we did a lot of those basketball games, and sometimes we won and sometimes we lost. But we sure kept score.
0: Do you think your boys, when they were 10, 11, 12 years old, would have even had interest in playing on a team where the coach said, we're not going to keep scoring, just whoever smiles the most is going to win? Would they have just said, this is ridiculous? Or do you think they would have been willing to play under those conditions?
1: I think they would have been a little demoralized because when they played, they don't smile that much. They're concentrating and working. Competing. So someone's yeah. asking for, you know, something that's not part of... That it's not really compatible, not that you can't be cheerful or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, you're working, you're, you're concentrating, you're trying. So right. I, I don't think they would enjoy it because they would lose because you're still keeping score. Right. Right. These, these people are still going to have a winner and a loser.
0: Even if <laughs> the scoreboard difference. says zero or puts a smiley face emoji where the points would normally be.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're still, they are still keeping some sort of score sure. they it's are. It's just not
0: the baskets. To me, it's similar. And and I remember when some of our kids, when they were younger playing soccer and such that they would get a participation trophy, everyone would get a participation trophy. I think that's goofy also. I mean, for little kids, okay, I can see that. You you know, you don't want your five-year-old sad because his team didn't do so well. I I can see at a young age. But as you get older, To me, this is like getting a participation trophy. It's meaningless because you you didn't earn anything. You didn't do anything. And that's ultimately even higher than learning the virtues of sportsmanship. Tell me what you think, Eileen, because I don't want to put words in your mouth. But my view is that playing sports is has multiple goals in mind, one of which is learning good conduct, sportsmanlike conduct, being uh, a good sport, all the ways in which we could say that. That's part of it. But I think the higher goal is to win games, not to win games at any cost or to be brutal or anything like that. So I'm excluding any of those things, not cheating or anything like that. But I think that has a higher priority or even the highest priority. Am I wrong? Yeah. What and do you think? No, no,
1: absolutely. And they're Um, learning a skill and improving Mm -hmm. each time and the way that you know you're improving is the score yeah (laughs) you know making the basket and all that and that's what you're doing and slowly improving yourself and then doing it together Mm -hmm. helping each other passing you know not not yeah
0: personal excellence as well as team spirit and team cooperation and and it is exactly. a great feeling when you sink a basket, which I rarely did. I, I was never good at basketball. That's why I was on the bench typically. But when you score a goal in soccer or you catch a fly ball in baseball, it, there's just a really good feeling about that. Yes. And it's good to be rewarded for that because it incentivized the athlete to do better and to try harder, which is always good.
1: And then maybe they're smiling more and they win.
0: <laughs> That's, yeah, I like the way you put a, a good face on this, Eileen. That's good. <laughs>
1: right. Well, Thank thanks you. for the
0: call. Yeah, I appreciate that. A bit long, but okay. He didn't even finish. I, yeah, <laughs> he you cut him off. You already came in. You're like That's a I knew long. where that was going. Yeah. All right, fade out. Yeah, there's a there's a song by a, a an interesting. Argentinian, well, they're not all Argentinian. They've got some European guys in there called Gotan Project, G-O-T-A-N, Gotan Project. And they have a a really cool song called La Gloria. And interesting, eclectic song here. The song is being sung in Spanish, but it's being sung as if it were a guy doing the announcing or doing the, you know, the the play-by-play at a soccer game. And so, as you're listening to it, if you speak Spanish, you hear him, he's talking about all the members of the band. He's describing, you know, what they play and all this. Well, then there's a part in the song where he says, like a soccer announcer would say, you know, go, and you think he's going to say goal, but then he says, go, tan. Yeah, this guy. Listen for a second; it's pretty
1: cool. Let's
0: take it all the way to the goal.
1: It's coming up. He's
0: describing the musicians and their music. Here it comes. Time. That's the name of the group. You can join me by listening to the Patrick Madrid show on the relevant radio app, live each weekday at 8 to 11 a.m. And thanks for listening.